0: Hi, my name is uh, Mithil. I am a YouTube and video creation coach and as promised with you, I'm bringing here in front of you, the digital Maddie show. And I would like to welcome our very first guest on the show. Let's welcome her. Her name is Natalie. And she is a digital marketing coach and an attachment clinician. So let's welcome Natalie to the show. Welcome Natalie.
1: Hi. Thanks for having me guys. Um, it's good to, uh, see you and connect with you. Um, so yeah, um, I'm uh, Natalie and I'm a digital marketing attachment clinician. So
0: So, Natalie, what exactly is this attachment clinician? This is a term that I have heard for the first time, especially around here.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, yeah, it's not a very common term. It actually, um, the attachment clinician portion is what I was doing prior to um, coming into the digital marketing field. And so I realized pretty quickly, wait a second, people haven't discovered this piece. This is like a, a new thing that people kind of do a little bit. They talk about no like, and trust, but they don't talk about a little bit deeper behind that being attachment and so attachment means i'll try to give you an image so you can feel what it means Um, because attachment is all about feeling attachment means um when you go to an airport and it's maybe your first time and it might not have to be an airport just any setting where it's been your first time but i use the airport when you're going you have all these signs and you're supposed to read these things and you're becoming overwhelmed you're on a time crunch and you got to get places, but you have no idea where you're going or what to do. And there's so many people, all these things are so overwhelming to people. And so what I've discovered is, um, if we can support people with no like, and trust and go a little bit deeper with calling it attachment, then that sense of overwhelming that the huge overwhelming feeling goes away. So I look at it. Like if you were in the airport by yourself, versus if you have an attachment person with you. So if you add your partner or you add like a trusted parent um, or uncle or somebody that you know really well, now your level of being overwhelmed comes down and you can now suddenly you know, plan and see things clearer and you're not so panicky feeling. Um, that's what I wanna create for um, other digital marketers. Um, giving them that secure attachment um i think is huge so that is attachment
0: great so people feel secure
1: that's right we want to make sure there's a secure attachment if it's an unsecure attachment that feels like the guy standing behind you getting gas right like you don't know this guy he's not securely attached to you in any way shape or form if you're in the airport together you're both going to be panicking that's not helpful to you you want to make sure that there's a secure attachment person walking with you in your journey
0: absolutely so absolutely. that's what i teach that's so what i teach that's the reason why. yes yeah, so that's why you are focusing on supporting coaches uh, service product providers affiliate marketers on their understanding of interpersonal communication and attachment lovely right. so uh, Natalie, if I have to ask you, what's your favorite quote that probably inspires you or keeps you going?
1: My favorite quote, I would say, um, goes back to when I was quite young. I remember reading it at school. We had these quotes of the day that you have to read. And the, the quote that was mine that I ended up having to read was, if you could see yourself, you would deny it. And It took me a while, took me almost half a day to figure out what are they talking about? Like, if I could see myself, I would deny it. I wouldn't. It's myself. Clearly, I could see myself and I know it's me. Okay, my hair is like this. I I can see myself. Then I realized, no, they're talking about the ability to be self-reflective, to be able to say, did I handle that situation with integrity? Did I handle that situation um, with good values and morals? And if I can look back on my day at my actions of myself, would I be happy with that or would I deny it? And I was like, wow, for a kid that's only at the time, I think I was, um, let's think, I was probably only 11 at the time. And so to discover self-reflection at that time, I was like, wow. (laughs) Um, So it has really um, something that stays on my forefront in all that I do is, do everything as if at the end of the day you need to reflect on yourself and your what you have done and know that you couldn't have done Anything different or anything better um, And that's I think for, for me. It's the basis of being a positive and you know great human being
0: Wow lovely lovely mm-hmm. so as rightly said that what you are doing is trying to create a secure place for all the digital marketers i remember myself when i joined the digital world some four four and a half years back and i was clueless what i had to do what i need to do and uh, i used to bump uh, you know to many people's profile ask them a lot of questions there were a few who were very helpful they guided me they told me a lot of things but then there were a few who uh, straight away because it's more of business and people are very straightforward. So I think, uh, it's good that you are doing it because many people do need support. So everyone who is watching this video or listening in on my podcast, this is one of the most important thing required and she is the right person for that. So let's uh, move ahead into the interview. And let me ask you the first question Natalie, can you just share me something more about your journey?
1: Oh, so my journey. This is a cool one. Um, I think it's cool because everybody has their journey, but I feel like um, mine really is quite unique. Um, So I started probably back in grade three um, when I discovered my teacher really sucks at interacting with her students, not just all the students, she was okay with most of them, but there was one particular boy that she really struggled with. And every day she would say something and that would create this humongous explosion. So this kid would have like anger management problems and he would scream and he would throw the desk over and it would be like explosive every day. And so I remember thinking, geez, this teacher just doesn't get it. Like that's the things that she says and the things that she does, Um, triggers this child, like, does she not know? And does she do this purposely or what's going on with this? And so I remember asking her, when this boy leaves this classroom, where does he go? And she said, oh, he goes to the resource room down the road, like down the hallway. And uh, he gets support from a teacher. And I was like, what's her name? And she's like, oh, it's Mary or whatever her name was. And I'm like, no, what is the name of her job that she does? And she was like, oh, and she must have told me the name. You know, she's called the resource teacher. I'm like, okay, but it doesn't tell me what I want to do for my career when I get older. And so like at that moment, I knew I wanted to help people connect together deeply. I wanted to make sure that they didn't have, we would call that a rupture in their relationship. I didn't want them to have those ruptures. I wanted to make sure that when the the adult spoke, the other person could listen and hear and, and implement. And so, yeah, I I then went through and I discovered what it was that she taught, what she took in her college years. And I went through and I did my child and youth work. And so after doing my child and youth work, I went into, um, how do I help people now? I always knew I wanted a helping profession. But it, it was how do I get to a place where somebody talks, somebody listens, um, and that there's no ruptures. So I, I journeyed on a little bit more and discovered um, families. I wanted to really help families. And so it became down to family um, families that had adopted children and families that were fostering children. And I wanted to make sure that they could create a secure attachment because basically when that child is placed in someone else's home, it's worse than being in an airport, right? Like they're all by themselves. And so how do I help that parent connect with that new child and the child accept the help? Basically, I had to to do a whole lot of work around attachment, nervous systems and psychology and and figure out what kind of training would be specific enough to target that. Um, And so, yeah, then I discovered I don't like nine to five. I want to be home with my kids. If I'm teaching this stuff yet not practicing this stuff, I probably should change that. And so I decided I wanted to be home with the three kids and um then i was sort of stuck with that challenge of how do i go into the digital marketing field with the skill set i have like i'm i'm confused so that was kind of how my journey expanded along the way um yeah
0: great great so uh, natalie how did you arrive where you are right now
1: okay so right now um what took place was i left the nine to five i decided okay digital marketing is for me i think i know how to do this i got my own private practice up and running and um people started approaching me and saying how did you do this you did it so quickly you filled it full of clients how did you do this and so i started teaching them how to go ahead and um build their private practices get out of the nine to five and i loved it i was like man this is like this is where my passion is. I like this. I'm helping people. Um, And so from there, I then moved to, um, I was helping them. I had not discovered affiliate links yet. And so once I started realizing the places that I'm sending these people have affiliate programs, I should probably just get links to these programs. I'm referring them anyway. So then blossomed affiliate marketing and I was like, whoa, this is amazing. I can help more people. Then it bloomed again to these people need help in a different way. Not just me um, pointing them to the right direction to get the services they need. Once they get to that place, they don't, they're lost in the airport again. They don't know what to use when to use it and they don't know how to approach their potential clients or their prospects they they need that support in using that tool they need the support in assessing where they are in their journey because it's confusing and shiny object syndrome gets in the way and um they just can't focus so then i realized wow this is actually exactly like it was with my families they they now have this foster child course that they want to create or something that they want to create and help people yet there's this gap between being able to help these people and creating this course Uh, both are wondering the course creators are wondering what their prospect needs and their prospect is wondering how do I get to the course so we need to bridge it across Um, yes the, the, that I realized that that bridge was lacking and often the course creator would say prospect come here come here and the prospect would be like I'm not sure what you're offering me I don't know if this is a trick am I being bamboozled I don't know how if I should come towards you or uh, and so then we chase them like the um the, the coaches end up like really trying to speed things along and tell them, no, this is what you need. I know it's what you need. Um, and yeah, then that's attachment, this, the rupture in the attachment happens, right? We have this chase after you parent and this child who's like, no, I'm not going to listen to you. Get away from me. No, <laughs> so, uh, Yeah, I quickly realized that they're very relatable.
0: True, true. So Natalie, how has your past skill said have been helpful to your digital marketing business?
1: I would say that was just in recognizing um, that this is a rupture in the relationship and people can't listen if they are not able to know, like and trust us. And so like I pretty quickly learned in order to not scare our prospects away and our clients away, we need to have calmness about us. And we can't have calmness if we are struggling um to have people listen so i realized it was a cycle people are trying to have somebody listen that person's not listening and we're not getting results and so then it goes back to nobody's listening we're chasing nobody's listening we're chasing and it just keeps going and so i realized in order to stop that because it feels so much like the parent child I could feel it inside me. And I'm like, no, this isn't right. I think this is attachment. I think that we can fix those ruptures and we can teach how to connect and build a secure attachment. Um, if we if we um, build a secure attachment, then the clients will come towards us. They'll feel good, Be like you're my person in the airport when I'm lost. Like, I just wanna be with you, right? So um, if we can create that, so it starts with me, I start, Um, interacting with the the coach, um, the course creator, the service provider, whoever they are, I start with them. And once they're calm and once we have a plan and once we're able to map it out, they feel comfortable, they feel confident. Um, And I think that right there goes back to the initial quote that I had, that that I help that person be self-reflective. I help that person look at and say, okay, right now, is that client running? Are they scared? Are they, what What do you think that that person is feeling? So we go through like a self-reflective um, togetherness activity, like we assess it all out. And then um, that person helps their client become self-reflective. And so it's almost like we, we support each other. So when that coach or service provider gets overwhelmed, um, it's going to be less because they know i'm with them so that they can move forward
0: great great awesome so uh, natalie one thing is for sure when it comes to digital marketing it's all about initially the mindset because if the mindset is right i think the psychology behind that makes the uh, digital marketer to go on a longer run rather than a short stuff so what uh, natalie my next question is what does psychology have to do with digital marketing
1: I love these questions. Um, the psychology actually is um, like a, a broad term for more or less mindset, right? And so I took neurochemistry, I, I guess, part of the courses that I took covered, how does the brain work? And so it's digging in to figure out okay what are those triggers what are those symptoms what are the signs how do we know that how does it come across when the person's typing to you how do how do you come across when you're inviting them to get on the phone call with you um what are some of those very subtle signs that you need to be aware of to be able to pick up on and so one of the examples that i can give is like somebody who starts to do this or or any kind of movement towards their face is um, a sign that they're becoming um, stressed. Their their nervous system is becoming dysregulated and they are starting to send signals. Their brain is starting to send signals that you're not feeling comfortable right now. You're getting overwhelmed. Um, and when we do that, we have to be really careful. Like it's us, up to us to watch our prospect and make sure we don't trigger them. And since like in my, um, in my therapy mm-hmm. world, we would just simply ask, um and be able to be in the same room as them right to, to be able to do all of these things um and know that we have a network of people to support us and all of those pieces that come together but it's really difficult when you're on um, the computer with somebody or typing to somebody so it's important to not trigger them we don't get to ask people um hey what are your triggers whereas in this, in my therapy world we would just ask them do you have any triggers? What, what are they? Um, is there anything that I should or should not say or movements that you don't like or things that you know are bothersome to you? We don't get to say that to our potential clients or prospects on here. They would be like, man, you're, what's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's important for us to pick up on those signs because often, Um, And when you think about it, we ask a lot of questions as coaches, we want to know where you add in your journey, we want to know, you know, financially, are you where you want to be, it's intrusive, some of the questions, and so we want to make sure that we're not triggering them. And so the um, picture, the image that comes to mind is when, um, when you have cleaned your room as a child, and you go to your parent to say, Mom or Dad, I cleaned my room, want to come check it out? already you're feeling like, oh, I hope it's going to be good enough. Did I do a good enough job? I don't know what they're <laughs> going to say. Are they going to catch that like one little area that I didn't focus so hard on? Um, and you, when they're walking back with you, often that parent is saying, you better be ready you better have cleaned it the way you know you should have if i catch you and you've done this and you can feel your nervous system become dysregulated i think everybody knows what that feels like when your parent is about to judge you and about to uh, ask you those questions that are going to make that your nervous system become dysregulated that feeling is what we want our clients to avoid So when we ask them questions, we don't wanna come across like our parents did to us. And so it's being mindful of how we speak to people, being mindful of what it is. And so part of my specialty is helping people, just like what I just did there, helping them understand this is a feeling, let's avoid doing that to people, this is how we avoid doing that. And so it's a relatability. So that's how I create an attachment with people. This is how I help you understand that I know what's happening for you. This is the feeling. And then I present the image and present like um, the feeling to them. And then we feel it together and that's what connects us. So, and then teaching that to, to the person so that they can move on.
0: Great. So I think uh, Natalie, you also covered my next question. That's what's the nervous system we have to do when it comes to approaching clients or prospects. Do you want to add something more into this question?
1: Yeah, I think that the nervous system is um, part of the, the vagus nerve and it's a huge nervous, huge system. And that's what we want to regulate. We want to make sure that when we get on phone calls, um, we aren't having a dysregulated "Are my parents coming?" type feeling. We want to make sure that we are grounded and, um, you know, at our baseline. And it's really hard to do when you're anticipating like this might be a call that is going to be, you know, a positive phone call, and I can really uh, change people's lives. We get excited about that, and so let's think about the nervous system when it comes to animals, that's the best way that I can describe it is uh, when you look at animals that are out in the wild, you can see a herd of them together, you know, just sitting, eating, grazing on grass. They're all calm. Nobody is saying anything. They're not communicating in any way um, other than just resting, eating. Um, And it only takes one animal to sort of stand up and be alert. And then the whole herd just stops eating. But yet nobody said anything, right? So that is messaging from their nervous systems that communicated that. And so that nervous system is is so important to regulate before we get on calls with our clients because we are sending fear messages through to them. We're sending those messages of you need to panic, you need to run, you need to freeze, or you need to just say yes, 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 and do chargebacks. Like we don't want any of that stuff, right? So it's important for us to regulate ourselves Um, and we can do some simple tasks like sipping water is one that helps regulate our nervous system. Um, You can do some tapping, anything that's alternating. So sometimes you might see people on the phone and they're pacing that's just a natural way of regulating our nervous system um, anything that's left side of the brain right side of the brain left side right side um, we want there's a big band um, of fibers that communicate the logical side to the emotional side and when our nervous system is dysregulated it stops communicating left side right side it ends up uh, shutting down the logic and being all emotion and so we don't want that, we want it communicating, we need logic, we need to be able to answer questions when people, when their prospect is talking to us, we need to be able to get information from the logical side. Um, if we are stuck in all feeling, that comes through and our prospect, fight, flight, freeze or appease is what the last one is. And so um, we don't want any of those things.
0: Great, great, awesome. So uh the examples that you are giving when you're explaining all that they are really awesome and very simple to understand so i really appreciate the expertise that you have with respect to this knowledge and the way you're sharing it is truly so valuable and uh, all the people who are listening to this they are also going to be benefited out of it so let me come to the last question natalie uh what support is needed by an online business owners because right now with uh global lockdown and covid virus and everybody's you know having fear and they're all stressed right now and yet they have to go ahead and do their daily work and uh, everything digitally so what you have to say about that
1: um like i would relate this back to when i had this when i was working in my nine to five when i would approach new situations and i would have um like hard cases i would have to go back and talk things through so there's power in talking things out loud there's power in doing that with another individual um and then self-reflecting and then going back and making a plan and it's rinse repeat right and so realizing that i was in a cycle of this is a hard case what do i do i i think that that's where um coaches and service providers need to be a little bit self-reflective and saying hey, I don't know the answers to everything, I I don't know what I don't know, maybe it would be helpful if I had somebody, because the network and talking things out loud um, is so helpful. Maybe that's something that I need to go and do. And uh, like, it creates huge amounts of growth, because now you have two minds talking out loud creates this huge, synergy right um and answers start to come forward and brainstorming and planning and assessing and implementing and so it's through that that coaches are really able to excel and service their clients in a way that's supported sure So, yeah, I think I had given you the link um, because I am looking forward to working with people, reaching more people, um, being able to access, um, like sit down with them and plan and assess where are you at, what do you need, how can I connect with you so that you feel supported um let's dig deep and find out what's preventing you from moving forward what's preventing the the prospects from coming your way versus you chasing after them What do and we just pick it apart we ask um a lot of questions for self-discovery right and i always think of it like the image that comes to mind is um I don't know what you don't know. So it's my job to discover that with you. And so I hold almost like a flashlight and we go through these caves um, and we look and it's a little bit scary because it's self reflective. You you never know what might come up. And so I shine my flashlight on different areas and what you discover and you pick up, is totally up to you. Um, but the questions that I ask help bring forward um, The realization of, oh, I guess I didn't know that. Um, So it's a cool journey.
0: Great. So uh, yes, Natalie, you shared, I think this is the link. Uh, So everyone who's listening or watching this uh, particular episode, uh, Mm -hmm. she is here to help you to get through the uh, fear and the place where you feel a little scared so she will be there handholding you and asking you a lot of questions and guiding you mentoring you and bringing you to that desired result that you uh, expect and that you are so uh, you can find this particular link in the description so and also if you feel that you like to ask any particular question you can freely uh, comment in this particular uh, description section and uh, natalie or me will be answering you that particular thing so natalie thank you so much for being here on this show the digital mary show it was an honor and is there something that you would like to say uh, before we just end the show
1: Um, no, um, I think you covered it fantastically. And I wanted to say like, thank you for having me. Um, and I hope that everybody has value out of the, um, interview. Um, It's been super having been on the show with you.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Natalie. So thank you everyone for listening and watching this particular episode. We'll be also coming back with a new episode. So stay tuned and check it out. This is Mr. Maddie signing off with Natalie. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye bye.